Hello and welcome to Misal. My name is Zahed and I'm your host. On this podcast, I talk candidly with the most innovative minds working towards building a better startup economy in Pakistan. In this episode of the Misal podcast, I invite you to listen in on my conversation with Faisal Khan. He is the founder of ScholarDen, an online platform for GRE preparation. He talks about building a community of students seeking advice on test prep creating a product that could be beneficial to those students, and defining a problem that is large enough to be solved. Let's listen in. Welcome, Faisal, to the Misal podcast. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Sure, sure. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, you know, I we first connected on LinkedIn, and it's been, uh, you know, I have been looking into ScholarDen, so why don't we just get uh, right to it, and you tell us a little bit about ScholarDen, what you what you do, and what problem you're trying to solve. So basically, ScholarDen is a is an AI driven test prep platform. Uh, so what we are helping students is we are personalizing the the whole the whole test uh, prep experience and helping students to prepare for the test. It's completely online. It's more like a think of it like a Netflix for the test prep. Why why did you feel like this was something that you wanted to do? Like was there do you have like a background in um, you know teaching students? I I started. Started off, uh, I was working in a in a in a corporate sector. I was uh, working like for, in a corporate sector for 15 years. In 2016, I was working in Europe and I was working for a big multinational organization and I was managing 47 countries at that point in time. When I realized that um, that I need to give back to the to the community, you know, um, with respect to the scholarships, education, and stuff like that. And um, initially, I created um, a, a community of uh, of students where students were connecting with mentors. And um, in, during that experience, I interacted with more than at that point in time interacted with more than twenty thousand students. And I figured out, uh, you know, the test prep is a broken industry. Um, uh, test prep are not really. I'm talking about globally. They're not really okay. um, catering to the needs of uh, of students in effective score improvement. So that's where I figured out the problem, and that's uh, that's uh, in 2018, end of 2018, I decided that I'm I need to focus on solving this problem at the test prep industry. And you know, in 2023, launch uh, the test prep part. Okay, so w- when you say the group, uh, you, are you talking about like a Facebook group, or like uh, how did you? come about yeah. like building this community yeah initially we started off with facebook um we started uh, uh, creating groups on facebook starting from a very zero like a i remember it in 2016 uh, uh, we created few initially we created one group and then we expanded to different groups like uh, gre gmac um us admissions full right during that experience we also had uh, we created some whatsapp group as well so how's your so w- what what have you seen so far is there something that like you feel like when you started off you like you were solving a different problem but now that you have more information more data uh, you're solving a different kind of problem or has it have you been like consistent absolutely so uh, when when we started off uh, with the uh, scholar in 2016 uh, uh, when I was helping students uh, with regards to scholarship, um, test prep, everything. So we, we we initially created a marketplace where we were connecting students with uh, with mentors. We call it mentors. Um, yeah. And and I thought uh, the students are unable to, to go abroad or go to the US or uh, to other countries because they lack guidance. But during that experience, okay. I figured out that the number of students going abroad was, was stagnant, like the numbers were not increasing. So then I figured okay. out the... Mentoring was not the the prime reason 
it was basically the test prep that was actually the hindrance for the students to go abroad. So that's why okay. we pivoted the model in 2018, uh, 19, sorry. We pivoted the model to the test prep and we made it a software as a service and then we, uh, we launched a test prep in 2020. So yeah, as a startup or as someone like trying to like evolve, like you know, pretty much uh, as you go on, how important it is to, to realize like something is not working and then you move on to something different. How important do you think that is? It's extremely important, I would say, because, um, because if you're, if you're, um, if you're trying to solve a problem, I mean, even mentoring was a problem, but it was not that massive problem. Like, you know, people still can make it, you know, they can um, watch some YouTube videos, they can read some blogs or stuff like that. Maybe they have some mentors in their in their communities, like seniors, you know, and friends. So mentoring can still help them, you know, in one way or the other way. But um, when it comes to the test preparation, a lot of students struggle around the globe. So this yeah. is where um you know that's why we figure out so i think um that um, identifying um, a problem a solvable problem is very important and secondly it's also important that what resources you have you know for example we when we were talking about the marketplace we we i mean there's in the marketplace there's a supply and demand concept so they are the students and their mentors you know so you need yeah. to understand i mean um Initially, when we launched the marketplace, uh, we had uh, 200 mentors at that point in time, but um, we were dependent on humans, right? So mentors yeah. were uh, those people who got admissions in Harvard, Stanford, MIT. So they they were they were not available all the time. So they had exams, they had projects. We were dependent on them. Then I figured out, you know, we need to have um, a solution that is available all the time to students because. Student does not want to wait for for somebody to get uh, free from an exam. You know, they want to. They need help ASAP. You know, so then we we thought you know this model will not work until unless I mean this model will work if you have a bigger problem like you know like if you talk about you know the the problem we see on Fiverr you know like it's a like a graphic designing or website development or something like that. The market is pretty huge. But when you, when you talk about the niche, like, you know, scholarships and stuff like that, it's a very niche market, especially if you were catering to the masters and PhD students. So, so yeah, that's why it's very important that, um, Whatever problem you, you look at, it should be a big problem and it's, it should be a solvable problem. So you, you mentioned like, you know, it was difficult to get help like one-on-one. So is, right now, does the platform, does still, do you still have an option where, you know, students can have access to like a mentor on one, for one-on-one, uh, you know, help or with, you know, problems or solutions or something that involves like interaction with um, someone else while they, if they're struggling with certain problems or not understanding something. So what we have done is that instead of having one-to-one mentors, what we, I mean, we, <laughs> because we have changed the model altogether, we are more focused toward test prep. And I believe um, it's, it's very important that uh, a startup founder has to be very focused. Initially, the mistake which I did, I mean, I can share my learning experience as well. The mistake I made, sure. uh, we were focusing on too many things. We were focusing on... Okay. Um, Test preps, we were focusing on Fulbright, we were focused uh, on uh, uh, US admissions. And US admission is not just one area. We were focused on MBAs, we were focused on PhDs, masters, and, and you you name it. Like, you know, there's a there's a student coming from a chemistry background, there's a student who is coming from maths background, there's another student who's from social sciences, English majors, you know. Every field needs to have a different knowledge, you know. I mean, the, the method is same, but you need to understand, okay, 
which universities are good for English, which universities are good for electrical engineering and stuff like that. That's why we, I mean, uh, coming back to a question that, you know, we want to focus on the test prep. Um, and what we have done is that we have uh, given some guides, guidelines, you can say, on our blog, you know, what are the steps you need to take to get to the the scholarship or to the so how do you feel like the has the industry like changed because i know you work with gre and prep so most most students are trying to uh you know uh go to you know countries where gre you know all these other uh tests are accepted so what's happened since covid has the market um has there been a change in how uh, students are approaching it or has there been like you know increase in number of students uh, because they have more time now but they have more time to think about where their life is going so they're, they're spending a lot more time you know doing all these test prep uh, one thing which i have changed uh, not because of covid but it's a pre-covid uh, scenario where uh, where i could uh, feel that um, with the with the expansion of you know social media usage and you know a lot of stuff happening in a lot of development countries. There were a lot of groups like uh, our group. We were very much focused on the U.S. So there were groups yeah. that were very much focused on other countries like uh, Germany, like Turkey. So every individual who were uh, who was uh, who has some expertise with regards to any scholarship, they they I mean they came up with the same idea of like like we did. Like they came up with a let's start off with a Germany scholarship group. Let's start with a uh, Turkey scholarship group. Let's start with the UK scholarship group. So uh, Australia scholarship. So there, there were multiple groups like that created over um, in the last, I would say, five to six years. So that has changed the dynamics of you know the mentoring concepts. Everything was easily available as compared to the pre-social media era, I would say. And uh, but still, one thing which is still there is uh, not a lot of people has come up come in the domain of test prep because it's a very technical knowledge and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big problem to solve. People still have preferences and now basically what's happened over the years is that people don't just look at the US, there are other countries uh, where they're you know looking to apply for admissions and all that stuff. So that's great. That's great. So yeah, I mean, personally also, I would, I would definitely, I would say this, that I have noticed it too, and that a lot of people, uh, students especially, are not interested in the US um, anymore. There are multiple reasons for that um you know uh, back when i was so i grew up in dubai i applied to canada for admissions as well as uh, the us and in the us uh, it was my second choice uh, i wanted to apply i applied to a community college uh, people don't apply to community college this is 2002 i'm talking about 2001 actually mm -hmm. so right after september 11th i am like okay i'm not going to get a visa to the us but i'm just going to apply anyways uh, and i applied to a community college and so weird, long story short, uh, what happened is I, I got accepted to University of Waterloo in Canada, which was my first choice, but I didn't get the visa. And my second choice, I got the visa and the rest is history. So things turn out in a way that like you don't you don't imagine. So but it's it's definitely a journey. And so tell me more about like how like how you have like, you know, uh, have you been growing consistently and how how does the, you know, uh, the market for test prep look like for like the next five years? So let me tell you uh, some background why we are so trying to solve a test prep. So uh, prior sure. to prior to working on this startup, or I had a very lucrative job. I was uh, I was based in Europe. I was managing forty seven countries, so money was not an issue for me. Coming to this industry, to the education industry, was I was always passionate about helping students. You know, throughout my career, like you know, I've, I had an HR majors. So, you know, in HR, you, you normally have to deal with the, like, uh, 
employs conflicts, you know, counseling and all the stuff, right? So, yeah. and that inclination was because of my nature. I was, I mean, I ch- I chose HR because I was more prone to, you know, I was social as well as I was trying to, I was helping students as well, helping employees as well. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so when I um, when I when I um, got to know that there's a there's a there's a there's an issue in the test prep industry, and I'll explain what the issue is. So basically, the issue is that you know um, I uh, when I was not uh, I was working um, for scholar and for, at that point in time I was completely helping students for free. By the way, I mean right. from 2016 yeah. till 2019 I was helping like thousands of students for free and I, I never charged anything for the mentoring. So in, in that process, I was also partnered with some of the test prep uh, global company. I was, I was helping promoting them among the students because I believe that their solution was better than, because when, whenever a student comes to a mentor, he wants to know which is the best course, which is the best test prep platform, you know, which books to refer and stuff like that. So it was my responsibility to understand what is happening in the test prep um, or any area. You know, there's test prep, admissions, scholarships, whatever it is. So during that process, I figured out, you know, the biggest mistake a uh, lot of test prep make is um, they are very much focused on uh, one size fits all approach. Now, what's that? Let me explain in very simple terms. Let's suppose you have a class of 100 students. You, you ask, a, uh, you hire an instructor. And you ask the instructor to, to teach one book of XYZ book or whatever the curriculum they have to all 100 students in one and a half month, right? Mm-hmm. And you expect uh, the same results from all of them, which is not possible. Why? Because first of all, students um, don't have the same background. Somebody would be from medical background. Somebody from, would be from engineering background, even among the engineers you'll not find the same results among all the engineers, right? right. God has made everybody different. So there is a, a, the most effective way of learning is personalized learning. You know, you need to customize the learning aspect with respect to the needs. For example, I might be good at math, but I might not be good at English. For example, you might be good at English. Right. You might not be good at, I'm just giving an example, right? So yeah. and if I, if I, if we both use the same plan, for the same number of months, um, it won't, it's not going to work because maybe my goal of, I mean, maybe my goal is, let's suppose I I want to apply for the low tier university. Maybe you want to target top-notch university, right? So your target yeah. score is different than my target score and your current, we call it baseline or diagnostic test score or the current score is different mm-hmm. than, than anybody else. So we cannot put everybody into one shoe and, you know, say, hey, we do this and you'll be, you'll be, you'll, you know, you get a perfect score. The, yeah. the learning does not work like that. The test prep does not work like that. So the, basically right. the test prep, especially the GRE, they, it works uh, on your skill set. For example, you need to understand a few things like how good is your maths? How good is your, uh, how good is your logical thinking? How good is your reading skills? How good is like uh, um, your problem solving skill? How, how good you are in test taking skills, you know, like some people are really exceptional in, in all those things, but they screw up on, on the test take, you know, because you cannot control them. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so what we, you know, so this is a problem in the industry and the, the issue with the online platform right now is that, and how we are solving it. I'm, I'm coming to that point as well. Yeah. 
Um, so the issue in the Tesla platform is that um, they, uh, like I'm talking about online now. We talked about the coaching model, now I'm talking about online. So in the online model, what, what is happening is that they have a they have an online platform and they say, hey, I mean, study one month plan, three months plan. So they, they don't teach uh, the user that, you know, you need to take the diagnostic first. You need to customize your plan with respect to your weak areas, right? So there's no one size fits all approach. Again, I'm coming back to the same concept that you need to first yeah. look at your current position and your target position. And then the prep time is dependent on how much gap you have between your current and the target post. I mean, you probably get this question a lot that, you know, why can't I just not go to, you know, YouTube and like learn something? So I, I think that's a good point that you made that what you are offering is it's very... Uh, personalized and to the student and when it comes to test prep everyone has a different level so someone could be on a level where they don't need a lot of help but they need help with calming their nerves when taking the test or they might need you know a little bit coaching on how to approach certain things so that's that's a that's a valid point that uh, you know you're trying to make and so how do you see yourself like growing from you know right now to maybe in the next five, 10 years, like where do you see, are you planning on having like physical locations eventually to do test prep uh, or are you just going to stick with the online model? What we are offering right now is personalized one-to-one mentoring with our students. Um, it's, it's literally personalized. So for example, you come, come on the platform, we, we, we connect students with mentors. Again, the mentoring concept is there, but it's, uh, it's mainly for the test prep model. And uh, you, you're asked to take the diagnostic and after taking the diagnostic, you you are but you your guided personalized way that you know this this is your next steps these are the next steps you have to uh, focus on we want to completely change it and we are very soon launching um, uh, this model into ai artificial intelligence where uh, the human interaction with the with, with the with the with the student would be there but the main main work would be done through the through the ai artificial intelligence so in the last two years we have collected enough data to to train our systems in a way that you know now we are confident enough that you know the computer can replicate uh, some of the aspect of the human interaction with the with the users and um, um, you, you asked a question like you know how much have we have grown and everything so uh, test prep is a pretty dominated industry by by very few companies in the world. Um, yeah. There are few giants like Kaplan, uh, there's a Sent Unitas, there's a South Korean company. Um, uh, they, they, they were, uh, Kaplan has acquired big organizations like Barron's. Barron's, you must have heard about Barron's. Yes. Manhattan, yeah. uh, Manhattan Test Prep, they, uh, they, that was also acquired by, there's another company, Glocket was also acquired by Kaplan. So, so big giant companies are actually acquiring the small um, startup or small organizations. Um, yeah. So again, uh, Kaplan is not solving the problem uh, the way it should be right. solved, right? So we believe that you know by by moving to this area of AI, we're going to grow very quickly. And uh, considering we are we are a new company, we launched uh, two years back, and uh, now thousands of users are actually. Uh, globally from from more than 100 countries are actually using our platform and uh, okay. and and the good part is that um, we are we haven't spent a penny on the marketing yet um, so we are yeah. being grown yeah. to word of mouth and you know the way and one thing which is which is very promising in our, in our favor is that 
uh, we uh, we are the highest test score improvement uh, platform in the world right now. So our students mm -hmm. are scoring on average more than 15 points, um, and that we guarantee. And other test prep platforms like uh, Kaplan just guarantee one point, Magoosh guarantees just five mm -hmm. points. So we are the highest test uh, score improvement uh, platform right now, and we want to quickly go um, towards other uh, other test preps as well. Like we want to launch uh, SAP and other stuff as well. How many how many people do you have working for you right now? Like, what's your team look like? So we have a we have a very different model. So we have a user we have a team members uh, working in across the world. So we have roughly you can say 20, 20 employees. Uh, part-time or full-time. How does, uh, is recruiting difficult, uh, especially when you have a startup and something that's so niche uh, that it's like, it is, have you had like, had like candidate pipeline or are you having a hard time finding talent? HR was my, uh, my, my, my domain. I mean, I was, uh, I was HR professional in the past, so hiring was not. not yeah. So that, so I, I would, I would think that that would be like your superpower in a way that you are really good at it. I mean, hiring people as well as like, you know, of course you have a passion to teach, but then again, you're also very good at hiring people. Absolutely. absolutely. And we have, a, I must say we have an amazing team. I mean, um, I think it's a, for a startup for the, for the young, uh, you know, startup founders, I would say, uh, it's, it's very important that you need to have a very strong team. I mean, I would, um, I would I would think millions times before hiring uh, somebody, you know, because I need to understand yeah. what is the vision of the company, how that person, because hiring process might take one month, two month process, or maximum three months process, right? But it's very important that the person who, who you already hired uh, is going to define the the culture of the company. You know, it's it's very important. Yeah. You know, you 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 have a vision for to reach X or Y milestone, so you need to understand, okay, if that guy, if you hire that person, would that help you to get to that level or not? So, yeah, yeah. so hiring is very important. Yeah, the first few hires are always very important. And because, they, like you said, they set the culture and everything. And, like, you know, if you hire someone that, that is not a good fit, like it on initial stages, it might, like, you know, hinder your growth uh, to certain extents. Before I let you go, I always ask my guests about, like, a book recommendation. I mean, of course, so you have the background to recommend, like, the best of books. But just uh, anything fiction, nonfiction, or a podcast recommendation, anything that you would uh, think that would help the audience uh, learn something about some subject i mean they, they are i mean i have few books like recommendations um, so i think there's a book called good to great um, uh, also there's um, some books on lean startups so i would uh, i would highly recommend uh, uh, startup founders to, to read those books so those are amazing books i mean um, i really want to give advice besides the book part you know to all the young uh, founders who wants to come up with uh, any new startup first of all you know it's very important that you need to to think about how how big is the problem so the bigger the problem is yeah. um, the more successful the startup would be first of all secondly yeah. um, in terms of startups like education um, edtech uh, developing a product like uh, any test prep is an easy part yeah. uh, like you can hire an expert you you can spend money on that you can hire expert you can develop the content and stuff like that but the the most difficult part is to selling it. so it's not that easy like you know you just make a product online and then people will start buying it you know it's not like that because yeah. it's a it's 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 uh, it's a product that is uh, something needs to be credible as well for example because a lot of students has to question it you know 
how good is that test prep company or how good is that product that I'm going to use for myself or for my kids or for my friends or whatever it is. Developing a product is one part of it, but the most difficult part is, you know, selling it or marketing it. You know? so, so basically what you're saying is uh, solve a bigger problem, uh, solve a really big problem and uh, learn how to sell. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Um, one thing which I actually... Um, I think that helped me in, in my professional career as well in the, in the startup as well. I mean, make sure whatever you do is uh, should be done in a very uh, professional way. Like, you know, don't do anything half-heartedly or don't compromise on the quality of anything. And um, yeah. so if you if you don't compromise on the quality of the product or in, in any terms, you will you will you grow definitely. Thank you for that advice. Well, uh, thank you, thank you for being on the Missile Podcast, Faisal. Uh, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Missile Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and will thank me by writing a review or sharing it on social media. Make sure you follow and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Thanks again. See you soon.